2: Dad, I'm broke. Hey, broke. I'm Dad. Dad. Okay, don't you have cash saved up from babysitting? No, I spent it. I want my own bank account from ST Bank. They offer free ATMs, Zelle, and an annual scholarship. Plus, when I open a Smart Start checking account, I get $100. See? I'm responsible. Hey, responsible. I'm Dad. Visit stbank.com smartstart for details. Bonus available July 1st through September 30th, 2022. Opening deposit balance of $50 required. Member FDIC. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary, be like Mary, log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of
3: the winner. Welcome to the True Crime Door Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Lee.: Today we're diving into the strangest, most unusual robbery of all time, the Santa Claus Robbery. Bank robbers and the leader dressed as Santa Claus. Multiple shootouts. Deaths. Hostages, stolen cars. Texas's biggest manhunt ever. Lynched by a mob. This is the most this is America's most wild Christmas story ever. And it all starts here, nineteen twenty seven, Cisco, Texas. The infamous nineteen twenty seven Christmas bank robbery of America. The Santa Claus bank robbery also known as The Day They Hung Santa Claus. This is a true Wild, wild West story about a Christmas gone wrong, everything a director from Hollywood could hope for. And real quick before we begin, remember, this was the last public mob lynching the state of Texas. And also during this time in the 1920s, the Texas Bank Association were tired of banks across Texas getting robbed three to four times a day. So they had a $5,000 reward for killing a robber, not wounding. But can I? Okay. <clears throat> Y'all warmed up some cocoa. Get cozy as we can, for this Christmas story is about to begin. Let's do this. December twenty third, nineteen twenty seven, a twenty-four year old man named Marshall Ratliff masterminded a bank robbery in Cisco, Texas. Ratliff led three other men on the bank heist that day. They were Henry Helms, age thirty one. Someone Ratliff Met in Huntsville, prison prior. Also met another man named Robert Hill, age 21, in the same place, Lewis Davis, age 22, relative of Henry Kelms. The last option pick and a poor young man in need of money. Four men met up at a boarding house Ratliff was staying at in Wichita Falls. The men plotted out the bank job there. Ratliff, the mastermind, being from Cisco himself, needed a disguise in or order to pull it off with the robbery planned out and ready. Ratliff borrowed a Santa Claus outfit from the boarding house. This was supposed to be a quick in-and-out job. They woke up early and drove 200 miles from Wachita Falls to Cisco, Texas. It was late morning when Santa and his robbers pulled up on Main Street outside the First National Bank. Robert Hill was driving the getaway car. He let Ratliff out of the car first in front of the bank and drove the rest of the crew to the back alley behind the bank. Robert was parking the car, Ratliff, Santa Claus, was greeting and waving to the kids and people of the town, totally playing his part, which would also be his downfall. As Santa and his crew entered the bank, a little six-year-old girl saw him from across the street. She pulled her mother by the hand, leading the way to go see Santa Claus, only to see Santa robbing the bank. There was estimated to be 16 people inside the bank when they entered. Ratliff was reported walking up to the bank teller and then screaming, reach for this guy, with the other guys. Doing crowd control on site. Santa was getting a sack filled with cash that a little girl and her mother that started crossing the street <coughs> walked in at the wrong time to see. Santa was working the vault. Blasting games made a break for it and actually escaped out of the back door. Yep. They ran to the police, alerting the police chief for the robbery, and also the entire city of Cisco. I mean, just imagine a mother and daughter running down Main Street screaming, Santa Claus is robbing the bank. A little way too vivid. You know what happened? So the crew was just finishing the robbery, stealing over $12,000 in cash in today's value. It would be around $185,000, not to mention $150,000 worth of goods and money out of the vault. Anyways, it's Santa finished the vault. Robert Hill noticed... Faces peering in through the bank window, so he fired a first shot, which started a shootout, and everyone started shooting back and forth nonstop. It was estimated that at least 100 civilians, plus the police department, were outside shooting, and over 200 bullets hit the bank. They even said that was a low number, too. And during this first shootout, Lewis, Davis, and Ratliff were shot in the middle of the shootout. Santa grouped the people that were inside the bank together into a human shield. Yeah, even with the police and over a hundred barrels pointing at them, Santa Claus still led his crew, surrounded by innocent people out the back door. As they headed out the back door to the getaway car, the town went into another frenzy and opened fire again. But this time, Henry Helms and Santa Claus shot and gravely injured Chief Bedford. and Officer Carmichael ended up killing them also. Also getting shot themselves, even with two gunshot wounds, Santa Claus grabbed two young girls as hostages. Ratliff grabbed Laverne Comer, age 12, and Roberts, age 10. The mob of citizens followed after Roberts on foot while still shooting. These robbers just couldn't catch a break. Not only were they out of gas, but a few lucky bullets hit the back right tire with his, with his crew full of holes. And Lewis Davis died in the backseat, drowning. Stolen money and blood, Ratliff, still dressed as Santa, wouldn't give up. Jumped out of the car, only to pull his gun in an attempt to carjack a young man named Woody Harris. Harris gave up the car, he didn't give up his keys, which Ratliff figured out only after moving Lewis, Davis, and the goods into Woody's car. Man, this guy was doomed to fail. But don't worry, this story only gets wilder. But still not giving up, and with the two little girls hostages in tow, Ratliff, Henry, and Robert made it only a few more miles down the road. Because the empty gas tank, and f- in a flat siren when the city folk finally caught up to the getaway car, they found the girls unharmed, and the Santa Claus outfit left behind. And this began in Texas's largest manhunt ever. The three remaining bank robbers hid out till morning, then stole yet another car. But for some dumb reason, thought it would be a good idea to hide out in the woods outside of the Cisco's. Outside of Cisco, dogs, cops, planes, thousands of people were hunting for them. Because again, remember. at dead Robert's head, which is $77,000 in today's money. Anyways, three days after the robbery, they were found again by the Brazos River. You guessed it, another shootout went down. Many boys went flying in every direction. Ratliff gets shot yet again and finally captured, but Henry and Robert escaped only to be captured together after another shootout in Graham, Texas. Henry Helms was executed September 6, 1929, for killing Cisco police officers Carmichael and Bedford. Robert Hale was sentenced to 99 years and he escaped prison twice, then made parole in the 40s, and then died in 1996. What a wild, dangerous group of men never heard of an American story, much less a Christmas story like this. You can't make this up, and this story is not close to over yet. Now for Marshall Ratliff, a.k.a. Santa Claus. who was positively identified by hostage Emma. In court, January 28th, 1928. He was sentenced to 99 years, also in a separate trial for the death of Chief Bedford and Officer Carmichael. He tried to plead insanity. He was sentenced to death, March 30th, 1928. He quit talking and eating so the jailers had to force-feed him, and one night, they fed him forcefully and went leaving his cell. They forgot to lock it. Ratliff, the ever opportunist, took his chance for freedom. He made a break for it, rushing out of his cell. Grabbed a pistol off a desk and then fired into one of the jailers, filling him full of holes, killing him. The other jailers subdued him shortly afterwards, and a little did Ratliff know, killing another cop sent the town into a murderous rage. The city formed a mob of over a thousand people and stormed the jail that night, holding the jailers down. The people of Eastland County took Sand out of his cell and marched him the streets. They took him right to a utility pole outside and grabbed a rope, shot it. The first rope snapped. That was Ratliff's luck and now the rope appeared, the people finally had their justice. This was also the very last public lynching in the state of Texas, and well-deserved, too. I think Cisco, Texas is a great, proud little city in Texas, and I also strongly believe the saying, don't mess with Texas, came from here. Well, I hope you enjoyed this Wild Wild West Christmas story. I had a lot of fun and poured many hours into this. Let me know what you all think. Leave a comment in the comment section below. Once again, my name is Larry. And welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thanks for listening. As always, to be a part of the show. Send us a voicemail at 682-305-0483. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Audible. You can get a free 30-day trial and free audiobook of your choice by going to audibletrial.com slash Larry21. And also... Thanks. shout out to Pondex for sponsoring this episode. For Pondex.com, use promo code Larry21 also to save 10% off your first purchase. That is all we have for this episode of True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Be sure to hit that thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the bell icon to be notified of future videos. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.